Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. Hello, it's Penn, host of Right Now-ish. I'm ending this year the same way I started it. By telling these fools, fool, don't slap. Stop saying that. We've got enough problems as it is. We don't need game goofy folks out here misappropriating slang, leading our youth astray, and contributing to the further decay of our society. We can't let it slide. People are using a term that's deeply intertwined with Bay Area hip-hop linguistics in a way that has nothing to do with the Bay Area nor hip-hop. So I'd like to set the record straight. Stay locked in. I'm coming with some food for thought right after this. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Slap is about the sound of music when it hits your ears, not the flavor of food when it touches your taste buds, period. Here we are collectively recovering from a year that brought about news of international wars, multiple states outright banning the right to abortion, new variants of COVID-19, and reports of even more heinous instances of mass shootings. It was a lot. So we really don't have time to address how our jargon is used, misused. The last thing we need right now is someone getting on Marshawn Lynch's internet talking about they had a sandwich, it was slapping. Like what? There's so many other words to describe food. It can be delicious, scrumptious, good, even dumbass good. It can be hitting, banging, smacking. 
One of my favorite words is when you ask someone if the food is good and they emphatically reply, it's candy, bruh. But food can't slap. Don't, don't say that. All right, before going further into my tirade, I will concede this. I understand the confusion. I'm not exactly sure of the roots of saying food slaps, but I know in the film Friday After Next, the third installment in the Friday film trilogy, comedian Don D.C. Curry's character, Uncle Elroy, opens a barbecue restaurant with the tagline, Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama! After this claim, his brother in the film, Willie Jones, played by the late John Witherspoon, proceeds to slap the ancestors' blessing out of their mother. There isn't a piece of food on this earth good enough to make me even think about slapping my mama. Slap doesn't even come to mind when we're talking about food. Slap is reserved for describing the audio experience of encountering someone with the stupid sound system, sliding down a block in a box Chevy or a Delta 88, slapping kick to sneaks, white tees, blue jeans, and Nikes, and the bass line is kicking like an angry mule. You know we gotta eat. They call me King Sneak, but my real name is Kunta Kente. B-O-W-E to the Slap as a descriptor was popularized during the hyphy movement, circa 2004. It was used to illustrate the type of impact on a person's face when they encounter D-Lo's no-ho for the first time. But before we were going dumb, the term was already floating around the music world, most often in reference to slapping a bass a percussive way of playing the bass guitar with one's thumb. Larry Graham and Bootsy Collins are the godfathers of slapping, but you've probably heard it on Seinfeld or joked about in the movie I Love You Man. I slapped the bass big time. At the same time, the etymology of the word slap reportedly dates back to the 15th century, rooted in the literal act of gracing one's cheek, facial, or buttock with a fierce open palm. So yes, slap has multiple meanings just like so many other words. That's the glory of slang. It's ever-evolving. For instance, if I say, pull up, that can mean that I'm asking you to hit a set of 10 chin-ups. It can mean come over for a friendly gathering. Or it can mean, bring your mark ass over here, I'm finna put these hands on you. When someone says put these hands on you, it means that they plan on fighting, squaring up, throwing hands, or catching a fade. This is where it gets tricky. Fade, or rather fading up, can also be a request that everyone pitch in a couple dollars on something, usually reefer. Not to mention, a fade route is a path that a wide receiver runs in football. Being faded is being intoxicated. Fading is coloring something in a spectrum that goes from dark to light. And of course, a fade is also a haircut. And oh man, if your barber or stylist is nice at their job, they've got bars. But having bars can also mean that you know how to drive a car extremely well, or that you're an exceptional blunt roller. Mind you that saying that a person got bars can also mean that they're a very skilled rapper. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, context is everything. I could keep going for days about the Northern California colloquialisms and how tricky they are. Point being, words have multiple meanings. It's a fact of life. Language, a collection of symbols that people have agreed upon and oftentimes disagree upon. Look, I bet as soon as humans started talking, they had an argument right after. When it boils down to it, I'm all for free speech. 
Say what you want, just know the consequences of your actions. However, I do stand with E40 and Pilo and many others in this fight against the misuse of our innovative expressions. There's a lot of game things out there to take from the bay, man. Just know that. Food do not slap. Food don't Music slap. do. And at the same time, I know words change. Language evolves, just like the world we're attempting to make sense of through the words that we use. While I envision a planet where we can come together on one accord and conquer the problems of our time, like the spread of disease, the fractured education system, economic disparity, hell, the impending collapse of civilization, I imagine that it'll be hard to do if we're arguing about the proper use of lexicon. In conclusion, housing is a human right, no one should be hungry in the wealthiest country in the world, mass incarceration is inhumane, and we don't say food slaps, but we do say Frisco. This was originally published as a written article in January of 2022. Big thanks to everyone who shared that piece. I had to double back and do a podcast version for the folks in the back of the room who didn't hear me the first time. Feel me? We're going to take a two-week break, so plenty of time to catch up on episodes that you missed. We'll see you in 2023 with more stories about culture and history. Marisol Medina Cadena is the producer behind this show. Chris Hambrick is our editor. Seal Muller is our engineer. Rice Stottenborough is our engagement intern. Cesar Saldana and Ria Garwal are the engagement leads. Ethan Tovin Lindsay, Jen Chin, and Holly Kernan are the KQED executives. And I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, reminding you all that the language we use shapes our experiences. And at the same time, our experiences shape the language we use. That's wild, huh? Right Nowish is a KQED production. Funding for Right Nowish comes from Akinati Foundation, supporting the development of powerful social change movements to eliminate structural racism. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.